With Fox's 911 Lone Star, the emergency is always on fire, sometimes literally. Here at Dispatching the 118, we like to take a slower, more careful approach. Look at every detail with the intensity of Captain Vega and the enthusiasm of Firefighter Mateo. Who has not had one line this season. No, we're on like, granted, we're only on the third episode, but like, he's had no screen time. Poor man, poor man. Like, he's just always in the background. Like, there's not really, I should say, screen time of consequence. I need every single person in that writer's room to be so fucking for real right now. Yeah. Be so fucking for real. You are so fucking stupid. I hate these people. Yeah. I let's get started. <laughs> let's just yeah. Let's just dive in um to what the majority of this episode is about. Um which is unfortunately Owen. <laughs> I know, seriously. Who saw that one coming? Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Like we all knew every episode, just like last season, was going to have a major Owen tie-in. I just, like, I, I genuinely, I... Let me, let me set the fucking scene for you. Let me set the scene for you. I have had the worst day that I have had in months. I called my friend at lunch sobbing. Oh, sobbing. No. Because today has been so bad. Mm-hmm. I get home and I get to watch this. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> it has made my day marginally worse. Yeah. Just saying something. Because again, I called my friend sobbing at lunch. Can we just like can we take a step back and <laughs> and ask the writers what they thought was like what was going through their heads when they thought it was a great idea? To make this character that we already don't really like because he's this jerk of a cop, an actual neo-Nazi. Like, wh- wh- I-, I thought he was going to be undercover, but no. Do you know what was going through their what was going through their heads? In one ear and out the next, air, fucking yeah. air, <laughs> literally air. Nothing like, was inside of those brains. Like nothing. Nothing. The connotation just... of making a cop a Nazi and saying, well, it's fine because he's friendly with Owen. You know what that says about Owen? That he's like... a Nazi. <laughs> I just, the gall, the absolute fucking gall that this show has to make that cop a literal neo Nazi. And then be like, but we love cop Carlos because he's a person of color. You are giant pieces of shit. That is monstrous. And then we take that cop Carlos 
and put him in a stupid situation that I feel was against his character. (laughs) You know what? Let's, let's start at the beginning for the Iris stuff, because I have a lot to say about this nightmare. Wait, wait, wait. Before we dive into Iris, can I just say that I want a clip of that child throwing the toy at at Owen's face on repeat for the rest of my life. I agree. Also, that kid was so far away. Like, he (laughs) really genuinely should put him in softball. Um, so let me just, let me just, let me, before we get into the main storyline of the episode, other than Owen, which is Iris and her mental illness, Let's talk about how the only emergency that they had in this episode was making fun of a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about that because yep. are you fucking joking? Yep. I just like I understand if it was genuinely like a hee hee haha funny like thing, but like if you went so far as to like buying into this person's delusions of thinking that this person is real, then you are acknowledging that mental illness is real. So you're mm-hmm. making fun of them. Like, I just, what, what? Like it was infuriating it was, to watch. Not only that, it was so against how Nancy and TK are because like yeah. yes they would have they would have totally done the whole EMT side of things like they would have done that for this man to help him yes but the fact that they were cracking jokes was so out of character so embarrassing yes. and I'm like what the hell is wrong with these writers like I'm sorry you you want us to take mental illness seriously but you also want to make jokes about it I'm confused it just doesn't and it's it's I want to just to everybody listening I would like to remind us all of the episode last season um and I I'm pretty sure this actually might have been 911 proper when they had that man and they had him get stuck through the drive-through window no, it was it was Lone Star. It was Lone Star. Got it. Yep. So this writer's room has now made jabs at fat people to just do it. Multiple occurrences of mentally ill people. I, yep. I just like there are so many funny things that you can joke about. There are so many funny things in the world that you can joke about. How are these the things you keep going back to? Because it's easy. It's lazy writing and it's easy to make fun of fat people, queer people, and mentally ill people. Those are the easiest ones to make fun of. Because in the history of the world, it's been ingrained in our brains that that's okay. Never mind, we're trying in 2023 to move past that kind of shit, but I guess the writers are still stuck in 1999 because that's what it feels like. Yep. It just, like, I would take fart jokes at this point over this <laughs> bullshit. I, just, I really would. I was just like, I can't believe that 
even Marjan was kind of playing into it. And I'm just like, she's like, she's the biggest advocate for being nice to everybody. Um, and it's just like, okay. It's one thing if they were like to make a joke, ha ha, as they were driving away, which sometimes the show does that, but they were doing it in front of this man. Like, yeah. This is beyond just, oh, making a quick little joke about it on your way back to the station house. Like, it's still not okay to make a joke on the way to the station house, but it's a little less obnoxious than doing it in front of the person that's mentally ill. Right, exactly. It just, just, it was... Obviously, it was very disappointing. It, it, so that, so that just the audacity of the writers to like place these things in, and, and that's the thing too, is like, they could have easily, they could have easily had this be like, um, in another episode, right? In Mm -hmm. another episode, but they specifically chose this one where they're asking us to believe the mentally ill person who says that they, that this is not their mental illness. And also make fun of this other mentally ill person because it's uh, it, you think that it's funny because it's a different circumstance. Just the audacity of having those two back to back was like very clear that nobody in the writer's room, number one, double checks things, <laughs> and number two, gives a shit about what their media is saying. Right. And I also am very upset that they chose that route to go with iris Mm -hmm. um to to make her doubt herself after she's been stable and good for so long they made her doubt herself by also making carlos doubt her and i'm like if he's supposedly her best friend he would have been so much more gung-ho on not believing what the the detective was trying to imply And he would have been like, don't worry, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to find him instead of making her believe that he believed the detective. Like, it was just so much bad writing. And it was so frustrating to me. Yes, absolutely. Like, and I won't even get into Carlos blaming TK. Like, that's just fucking bullshit to me. But, you know. Like, where did he think TK got those statements from last episode? Like, TK didn't just suddenly come up to him and be like, well, do you see me as your project? Like, where the hell would he have gotten that if he hadn't talked to Iris? Like, (laughs) does Carlos, like, I just, it just seemed out of character for him to all of a sudden be really mad at TK and, and blame him for this because especially, especially, Especially knowing TK's own mental illness and his anxiety and his insecurities, you're going to have the man he loves turn on him and blame him for something that even if it is revealed that it's not his fault, he's still going to blame himself? Well, that's the thing, too, is that this episode did more to to prove that Carlos and TK should not get married. Yep. They should not. Because if you are, if Carlos and I, even if it's out of character, 
matter. If Carlos is so quick to, to blame TK, to think that TK did something wrong about a woman that he has not spoken to in five years, that he has not spoken to, or <clears throat> fucking however long it was before Michelle, uh, like that is a red flag. Not believing the person mm. that you're supposed to marry and be with for the rest of your life, that's worrisome. It's also telling that he was very on top of TK saying, well, you shouldn't be pushing her. You shouldn't be pushing her. Okay, so that is me telling me that you actually don't want to get married in eight weeks, that you don't want it to happen so quickly, that you're okay with pushing it. So that tells me you're not actually ready for this. Yep. Yep. Which we've been saying since they got engaged, they're not ready. No, not at all. I love them, but emotionally, they are not ready. No, they were barely ready to move in together. Barely. They broke up because he bought him a fucking apartment. I just, it's so stupid. Every single aspect of their relationship is like a red flag saying, this is why you shouldn't be together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, again, I love them. Like you said, I love them. But just at some point, it's like, if you only, if you are taking this couple and the only thing that you know what to do is to make them fight and doubt each other and break up because they don't, they don't, the writers don't do that with Bobby and Athena. So nope. if they can manage that with other couples, they just don't, it's not right for Carlos and TK. It's not. We're on season three. If they were going to be together, marry season four, then they need to act like it. We're actually on season four. (laughs) Are we? Yeah. God, that's even worse. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. And I know a lot of people that I follow on Twitter and that I'm friendly with, if they listen to this episode, they're not going to be happy with what I'm about to say. And that is TK and Carlos are cute on the surface, but it's just branding. Literally, 911 Lone Star is saying, look at us. We are progressive. We have a gay couple. They are one of the main couples on this show. But if you look deeper than the surface, they are nothing. And I love them to death. Do not get me wrong. They have very sweet moments, but they don't Mm -hmm. have the depth and the fortitude that that Judd and Grace have or Athena and Bobby have. Like there's no substance to who they are as a couple. And that's very sad. And it's mostly because of the writing. Yes. It's so unfortunate. It really, it just, uh, I can't. And it's that meme. We were rooting for you. I know, seriously. (laughs) I I just, it's, it really genuinely is like, just to watch this episode that is a, apparently season four I genuinely thought that we were on season three (laughs) but it's season four of a show and like also also like I'm sorry I'm sorry I know that she's like in another country doing some bullshit Michelle's not gonna come back when her sister is abducted and then in the hospital or at least or at least or at least call Carlos yeah I would have expected they could have at least fake a phone call. 
Like they don't actually yes. have to have mach- have Liv Tyler on the other end. They could just be like right. him, his end, and he's he's like, oh yeah, she called, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. It just it, it, <laughs> it just it's unbelievable. It's it will look, but it's like when when um, Buck was in the hospital and his fucking parents didn't even come. Like he was crushed by a fire truck. No mention of his parents. <laughs> um speaking of being in the hospital that's the other thing that adds to tarlos is no is not further than than surface deep is that how much of their relationship has been one of them being in the hospital or unconscious or in a medical crisis or them not being together like they if you look at their timeline of their relationship they have not been together solidly for longer than a year why the fuck are you getting married and do you want to know something do you want to know what the real what the real what what really gets me is that nothing that tk and carlos have ever done has ever been romantic than eddie telling buck that he wants him to take uh Christopher, if he's if he dies, nothing, nothing. There's no emotionality like that scene. Nothing, exactly. Nothing. I just nothing. It's I feel nothing when I watch them fight. I feel nothing when I watch them be together happy. I feel nothing. It's like they're they. I wish that they would just break up. Yeah. I just, I, I just, yeah. You've nailed it. Like, there's no investment in them. Um, Right. You know, my roommate is currently watching The Vampire Diaries for the very first time. She's never watched it. She's like, I don't know why I've never watched it. And I'm like, so I'm kind of watching with her because, like, I experienced that shit live. Okay? I experienced that show live. Like, listen. But I haven't watched it since. I just remember thinking I liked it generally overall. So, like, I'm willing to rewatch it. And she's sitting there watching season two. And every time Elena starts talking, she goes, Stefan. And I'm like, oh my God, she does say Stefan's name a million times. And she's like, (laughs) yeah, she goes, wait. She goes, when is she going to drop the the doornail and go for Damon? And I'm like, because it's true. There is no chemistry between Stefan and Elena. There's none. I mean, I don't want to state the obvious, but. Oh, but anyways, I was just like, this is, it's just fun to watch her watch it for the first time because it's like, oh, this is fresh eyes. Like, this, and then it's like, oh, I felt those same feelings. Like, you know, whatever. Right. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh man. And let's just, let's just realize that like 911 Lone Star, someone actually made this comment that if they were to get rid of Owen completely from the show, the show would probably regain that sparkle that it had when it first started and was Mm -hmm. actually decently good. And I'm like, you're not wrong because Owen brings down the quality of this show completely. And then they're trying so hard to make something interesting and they fail at it. So it's like, hmm, I don't know. I just... At this point, I don't know if they can save it. <laughs> like, I think that 
I think that Fox should just cancel him. Oh, well, I mean, we said that last season, too. Um, yes, we did. And we're still <laughs> here. But here's the thing. At this point in Lone Star's history, I'm more willing to watch 911. And that is very sad. That is Me very too. sad. I, at least 911 has Bobby and Athena. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, at least we have that. Jason Judd enough fucking on screen time for me to use mm-hmm. them. Right. I, I like we got Grace for like a hot second this episode, and it's like okay, but like I want to see her really like do more. And instead, they had her tag teaming with some rando, and I was like, no, let that bitch figure it out on her own because she's good at that. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I was like, have we forgotten all of canon? Do we not know what's canon and what's not? Are, are we at that point? Literally, yes. Like, it feels like it just, I don't know. I don't even under, I just, I don't know. And then I just don't, <laughs> not having fun. <laughs> and, and just, and let's go back to the thing where I said, I felt like the ending was not a Carlos in character. Not that we know much about Carlos anyways, but like this whole episode He's been very on the fence about picking a side as to what he truly believes about what happens with Iris, what's happened with Iris. Like mm-hmm. he's sort of understanding of her, but like you can tell there's a distance there and she can tell it. And so she starts to doubt herself and he's not willing to commit to what the de- detective is saying. And it's just like, I'm like, all right, no, Carlos is the kind of guy that picks a side and doesn't move from that side. Like he's not right? easily swayed. So what the fuck is going on with that? And then he decides to go off on his own to go back to that house. And it's like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you don't even tell your soon-to-be husband what you're doing. You just say, oh, no, I'm going to be a little bit late. God. No, you're not going to be showing up for a couple days now because you just got knocked the fuck out by some (laughs) random guy in this house. <laughs> How much you want to bet's gonna take so right. TK of a couple days to be like, I should probably check on my husband. Where is he? <laughs> and then he's gonna be like, Whoa, I never thought that he was gonna do something like that. Dude, you're supposed to be marrying him. Wait, I what I really want to happen is for like this is horrible to say this, but for like Carlos to end up in a coma and TK be like, oh man, this is all my fault. Like he just feels bad that his soon to be husband's in a coma this time. And then they miss the wedding day because Carlos is still in a coma. <laughs> That's okay because because Carlos didn't want to commit to that wedding day anyway. It's fine. <laughs> but heaven forbid he tell TK that. Like, that's the thing. They don't talk to each other. Like, this is the thing we talked about when they got engaged. We're like, why are they engaged? They don't talk to each other. Like, listen, I love a good idiots in love, idiots with communication trope in fan fiction. Like, I love Mm -hmm. the shit out of that. But eventually, those idiots figure out how to communicate and then they go on their hunky-dory way. These idiots have yet to learn. And nothing. We're getting married. So, you know, who cares? Married. Uh, <laughs> just, I, 
I can't. I just, if anybody, and also for the record, Iris is so right to not sign these divorce papers. If my, if my, (laughs) if my best friend came up to me and said, hey, I haven't spoken to you in several years. This man that I'm with, I'm going to marry. I would be like, pack your fucking bags. We're getting (laughs) out of here, dude. Are you crazy? Like, are you insane? Also, she literally pokes fun at the fact that TK has been in like two or three comas. And if she's just like, and you've only been with him, you've only known him for like four years. Like, how much time is that awake with him? Like, she's literally <laughs> like, how much awake time is that with him? Because, like, I literally. It's, she's so real. Like, I love Iris. I'm starting to really love Iris. And I felt yes. really bad for her this episode because, like, as someone who suffers from, you know, anxiety and, you know, I have panic attacks and I don't know what happens when I go into a panic attack. So it's like, mm-hmm. I understand that whole, oh no, what did I do or what happened while I was unaware? Like, that whole thing is terrifying. Right. And so for her to look at Carlos and be like, please like give me some kind of strength and like solidity about this and he just kind of stands there like bitch I would be saying you are your best friend card has been revoked like I would be like get the fuck out of here like I don't want to see you exactly yeah exactly exactly like that's exactly it I just (laughs) I can't I am truly truly just amazed I mean it comes down to the writers for both shows try to do these big ticket item stories and they can't follow through because they don't want to do the research or they don't understand the research. And so it falls flat and it's annoying because I'm like, don't do these things that make people really connect to these characters and then do a shitty job because that does nobody any good. Right. Right, exactly. I just, I can't. <laughs> it's just like, it's, 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 I don't know. Like at this point, I, I don't even know. I, it's just not like fun. It's not fun. I'm not having fun anymore. Right. It used bad. to be that, it used to be that at least we didn't like everything, but we still enjoyed parts of it. And right. I, this season so far I'm not enjoying any of it and maybe it'll turn around because we still have like 15 more episodes or whatever but like I I just don't see that happening no I legit we got to the so I watched this with a friend um Mm -hmm. and at one point I legitimately I was like we are not even halfway through yep we are not even halfway through this episode and she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yes. We are suffering. Mm-hmm. It was just... I... Yep. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just... Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, there's really nothing more to say. I just, personally, I don't know what else I could possibly say. Um, about this show I have almost no thoughts on the Owen situation because the writers once again are just incredibly bold 
to have on both of their shows, both 911 and 911 Lone Star, the cops, the only cops, are people of color, mm-hmm. and then to have a Nazi. Yep. What? Yeah, anytime what? they bring in any other kind of cop that's like a white person or another female cop, there's always an antagonism to them. Like yep. they're never there friendly. They're mm-hmm. never there as, you know, hey, let's team up together and do awesome shit together. Like, never. It's always, how can I annoy the shit out of this color, this cop of color? Like, right. Exactly. Just, and I want to say, it's like, I shouldn't be surprised by the whole neo-Nazi thing, because it is Fox, but the audacity that this show had to go that far. Like, you didn't yeah. have to go that far. It's really not that hard. You could have just left it at, like, I truly, genuinely, at the beginning, thought that him and O'Brien were kind of starting to bond with each other, despite their previous hatred towards each other. And I was like, oh, this is great. We're having character development. This is great. And then we get to the part where he gets arrested by the FBI because he took that photo out of whatever. Who gives a fuck? Um, It's a goddamn picture. Like, what? Anyways, um, and they tell him, well, you know, O'Brien's actually a founding member of this club. And I'm like, shut the goddamn fuck. No. <laughs> I was like, no. I was so angry. I was so yeah. Angry. It just, it, it's so dull. It's so dull. The one chance you <sighs> had to give Owen some kind of development and you don't do it. Yep. Like somebody literally said, what dirt does Rob Lowe have that allows this to continue? Yep. And I want to know. I want to know what it is because I'm, I don't understand. No. Nothing. No, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. And it's not even like, the thing is, Here's the thing. Here's the fucking kicker. Parks and Recreation was not on Fox. So what what does he have on people at Fox? Yeah. I just want to know. Is he providing them all free lean Atkins <laughs> diet? The... <laughs> yeah, I forgot what he <laughs> lean cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the lately the conversation around nepotism, like when people were talking about nepotism, I literally was thinking about how Rob Lowe's son got to write some of the scripts because of his dad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, to be fair, the one that I consciously knew was written by his son was actually not a terrible episode it was early in the show but there was still nepotism nepotism baby (laughs) Uh. oh my gosh I just I I don't know I don't know what else I can say I do not know what else I can say that would bring any type of substance to this show yeah um if I were reviewing this, it would have gotten half a star. Like, yes. 
And it only got that half star because Grace was in the episode. Exactly. Grace, you get a half a star, girlfriend, for being you. Literally, for just existing. We're going to get you out of there. (laughs) Blink twice if you need help. (laughs) Blink three times if you need us to take Judd. (laughs) Oh, we do. We do. Judd was barely there this episode, too. Like, he was literally just standing there. And I'm like, because literally, we only had the one emergency, and then everything else was centered on Carlos or Owen. And it's just like, that's fine if it's a rare occurrence. But like, this is like the third episode of this season that it's been about Carlos and Owen. And I know we asked for more Carlos stuff, but like, we didn't mean this. Like, this is not the but kind of Carlos stuff we want. Except the the fact that, like, the thing is, though, is that it's not even really Carlo-centered. Because at the core, at the very core of this issue, is making TK feel bad. It is. Yeah, that's It true. always, always, always circles back to really being about TK. Yeah. Oh, did you pick up on this? And I, I honestly didn't pick up on it until I, like, rewatched the scene. But... Owen and O'Brien are kind of talking about his nephew and, and, and Owen, sorry, I was like blanking for a minute. Owen like makes some comment where he's like, he's just a kid that went down a bad road. And people are like, he's comparing what his son went through to a kid that went and became a Nazi. Like, what are you doing, Owen? Like, do you hear yourself? No, no, addiction to Nazism. Yes, because that's a pipeline. Addiction to literal Nazism. What? 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 And uh, what? (laughs) Just yeah, we're at that point. It's just what, and that's it. Yeah, seriously. I would say we should be the writers on this show, but then I'm like, I don't know if I want to commit to that. I would like to be a worker at Fox um, who votes on like renewals and cancellations. Yes. Yes. Because I would immediately cancel this show. Immediately. Yeah. Well, good news is they will never, they will no longer get my my what is it the the whatever anyway when when people watch live like they count the numbers blah 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 rating yes so they won't get it from me because my my internet provider was like we're no longer gonna do the streaming cable service you have to get a cable box if you want to keep cable and we said nah that's good we're good yeah that's so i will officially only watch it on a streaming service that does not count towards anything. So not even on Hulu. Like I don't even watch it on Hulu. So I'm like, you don't deserve to know I'm watching this show. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll help, but I doubt it. Because as long as they have Tarlos, a million people will tune in just to see them. Because, ooh, cute gay guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I... <sighs> And I know I'm horrible for saying that, but that's 
that's true. typically the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. <clears throat> Anyways. <laughs> they should just make Nancy gay and get rid of Charlos, and we'll see if the ratings stay where they are. I still... I still... Mateo and Nancy are together. As far as we know. Two gay people. They're <laughs> with people wait, of the... Wait, this season has brought up a good point. They're pretending. They're pretending to look good in their, in their Texas town. Because, listen, it's Texas. <laughs> Everybody's gay except for Judd and Grace. And Tom. Uh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy's definitely bisexual. Definitely bisexual. Absolutely. 100 million percent. Yes. And I don't care about Owen, but Owen has to be somewhat queer because of the skin regimen. Like, no normal straight man does that. Fair. Fair. I, I, I Listen... They're trying not to make queer characters, and yet they've written all queer characters. <laughs> Listen, thanks. About... <laughs> and it's not funny. It was like an actual, like a hate crime, basically. But when the woman, Coco Brown, I think her name was, when she was like, we have enough gays. Go tune into the, the L Word reboot or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> I, what, whatever happened to her? Is she still around? Is she? Is she still? Is she still alive? Whatever happened to her? <laughs> listen, listen. Buck and Eddie have ten times more chemistry than the actual gay couple on the other show. Like, I know. that's the sad thing is that like nine one one was like, ignore Buck and Eddie. Look, we have Tarlos. This is flashy, yep. shiny gay people, so you don't have to worry about Buddy. And yet, Buddy's still more interesting. <laughs> They're more interesting. They are hotter. They are not anything against um, Raphael because I would. Listen, he's a beautiful man. Yes. There's not chemistry. There's not a lot of chemistry in in Raphael. That's the problem. I know. I, again, like him and I don't remember their names right now. So don't, don't say anything, guys. But him, Grace, Judd, and Tommy, we gotta get you out of there. (laughs) We do. We need it. Okay. No. 901 Lone Star needs to be just... Carlos, Judd, Grace, um, Tommy, Marjan, and Paul, and Mateo, like, and Nancy. That's no. it. Like, we need to get rid of the white people. Just get rid of the white people. It's no. fine. We don't need Mateo, respectfully. Mateo oh, brings absolutely Mateo. nothing to the Listen, table. Mateo, Mateo is the comic relief, okay? We need, him, we need some kind of comic relief besides Judd. We love Judd, but... We need Mateo because Mateo is so dumb. He's funny. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Mateo can stay. Him and Nancy must break But up. he's not with Nancy. We've broken him and Nancy up. Like, that is not a thing. 
we've got a new Lone Star on, in, in the works. <laughs> Exactly. Just like just like Yellowstone has a new show in the works because of Kevin Costner being a dick. Literally, a spinoff of a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I mean, I'm, I'm the one that wrote up that news for Telltale, but I literally was just like, Kevin Costner, wh- what makes you think that a one week of filming was ever going to be approved? Like, what in your mind makes you think? And then I was like, oh, wait. You are an old white man with tons of money. You think your shit is the most important shit in the world. <laughs> and so I was like, of course you tried to get that past Paramount. And then they were like, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just. But yeah, no, Mateo, Nancy, that's not a thing. They're just besties. <laughs> which is fine I'm cool with them being besties yeah yes <laughs> I, I didn't did you watch the promo no I neither I feel like <laughs> so I have no idea what's happening next week <laughs> let me find it because I predict I think it's gonna be just absolute nonsense is it next week, Becky? Hold on. Like, I don't know if it's... Sca- oh, I... <laughs> I found it. <laughs> I found it. Okay, hold on. Okay. Let me copy it and send it to you. Oh, I have it. I have it up. Oh, you have it up. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see if it'll let me... I'm sorry Ronan you cannot do dramatic reading I'm sorry um but also a fucking serial killer are you guys fucking nuts (laughs) what is wrong with these writers never mind never mind never mind never mind (laughs) We're not going to find them alive, are we? I am not going to get that out of my goddamn head for the rest of the month. <laughs> Except it's like, you know that emoji? The emoji that's like the, the two eyes and then it's the straight line. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to find them alive, are we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's trying to emote with his eyes and I'm like, bro, but your tone says you don't give two fucking shit. So, like, the, the, your eyes don't matter if your tone don't match. So, it's like, uh, I, 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 listen, it's interesting that we've brought Carlos's dad back in. So, there's that, at least. I just think, I, that piece of tape is on there so, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're telling me, and I guess, like, I'm sorry, I, I have never, and I don't want this, but I have never been kidnapped and had tape put over my mouth. But couldn't you just, like, hack a bunch of loogies and get it wet enough that it comes off of your face? Probably. I don't know. Like, or if your hands are not tied to anything, which it didn't look like Carlos's were, <laughs> reach up, my love. Lift your hands. <laughs> Oh man, like I just, 
Oh man, listen, it just keeps getting better and better. I say super sarcastically. Oh, I can't. I can't. Well, at least at least it doesn't seem like we're going to be focusing on anything Nazi related this next week. Just true. all Carlos. True. true, 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 true Owen's true. worried. Owen's worried about Carlos too. <clears throat> How much you want to bet he's going to give what he thinks is a very moving speech to his son about love and faith and all this bullshit, and then everyone else can be like, "Bro, not the time." <laughs> I, I, dude, like, I think that if, I think if you put Owen in a room, if you put Owen in a room by himself, and you held up a picture of Carlos, and you said, what is this man's name? He would go Julio. (laughs) I I don't think he knows, like, I don't think he knows Carlos's name. Wait, does he even know his son is engaged? (laughs) We never covered that. I don't think we ever covered whether or not he knew about the engagement. <laughs> we have a problem here. Oh, I can't. Dad, Dad, I need to find my fiance. He goes, wait, who's your fiance? <laughs> wait, you're he's like but it's like the comedy that's like the comic relief line of the show of the episode it's like wow when was i gonna find out my son was engaged (laughs) oh dad we told you but dad we told you but you were too busy doing that weird shit off with them biker dudes (laughs) you were too busy they don't know he was doing the he was working for the fbi They just saw it as him having a midlife crisis and hanging out with bikers. <laughs> oh man, I uh, think I think we can leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, tune in next week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> So more next of the same or a rating mm. of could we're gonna rate whether or not each member of the team could get enough spit up to get that piece of duct tape <laughs> off of their fucking lives. We're gonna rate it based on how logical it makes how logical it seems that Carlos was captured by this serial killer and that they find him. Because they're going to probably find it by the end of the episode because they don't let anything go for too long. And um, we'll see how logical that makes sense because TK is dumb. We're going to rate the episode based on how many changes happen on camera when we see Carlos's hands tied up. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> We're going like, to rate I know it. they're not going to be We're gonna the rate same it. every time. Know it. <laughs> We're going to rate it based on the level of emotion that TK <laughs> thinks he's giving, but he's not. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and queers and theys and whatever you want to be, um, we say <laughs> have a lovely week. Yeah. And don't 
don't gouge your eyeballs out next week because we really, really like to keep you around to suffer with us through this season. Thanks. If somebody also, if somebody, this will be the last thing I say. If anybody who listens to this, like works on the show or knows somebody who works on the show, please get them to DM Dumois. (laughs) I want to know. I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. I need all the tea. Yeah, I need all the tea. Um. <laughs> anyways, bye. Bye. <laughs>